Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since, evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Thank you. Ronald Reagan. 1981, little sped-up version there, but quite true, don't you think? And what should it compare? 1961, sorry, 1961. And then we have Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You know, all this talk in the media, all this talk by the legal analysts, all this talk by the former federal prosecutors and disgruntled former Trump administration employees about the dangers posed by former President Trump having these documents at Mar-a-Lago. And they can't point to a single instance, not one, where those documents were shared, revealed, discussed with anybody. Not one. And all the filings of the Department of Injustice, all the scrutinizing of the documents, they don't have one example, not one, 
that any classified information, regardless of level of classification, that any classified information was shared with anybody. And yet Donald Trump is a grave threat to the nation, ladies and gentlemen. He's the grave threat. No, the grave threat to the nation is the man, the putative president who sits in the Oval Office as I speak. He's a grave threat to this nation in every respect, domestic and foreign. The Associated Press, Biden's Armageddon talk, edges beyond bounds of U.S. intelligence. President Joe Biden's warning that the world is at risk of nuclear Armageddon was designed to send an unvarnished message that no one should underestimate the extraordinary danger if Russia deploys tactical nuclear weapons. In its war against Ukraine, administration officials said Friday, that's not what happened. He made those comments. He made those comments at a fundraising event off the top of his head. President's grim assessment delivered during a Democratic fundraiser last night rippled around the globe and appeared to edge beyond the boundaries of current U.S. intelligence assessments. U.S. security officials continued to say they have no evidence that Vladimir Putin has imminent plans for a nuclear strike. Biden veered into talk about Ukraine at the end of his standard fundraising remarks, saying that Putin was not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. Those are quotes. Further quotes, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. He suggested the threat from Putin is real because it, his military is, you might say, significantly underperforming. Now, a couple things about this. If you're Vladimir Putin, and you're the monster I say he is, and if he is very, very concerned about what's taking place, no question he is, if he's hanging on the power by a thread, and we don't know, but it's possible, and you hear the putative president of the United States speak like this, you almost feel like you've been given a green light, don't you, Mr. Producer? You're expected to use biological, chemical, or nuclear warfare. We expect you to do that. We don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. Yes, he might do it. We've never been so close to a nuclear war since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And he says it at a Democratic fundraiser? How serious is this, President? Should he be hunkering down in the Situation Room or in the Oval Office? With his National Security Team? With his State Department Team? With his Defense Department Team? And all the other teams he's supposed to seek advice from? If he really believes that, rather a Democratic fundraiser? So that's point two. This man is so dangerous. I can't even believe that there's any thought that anybody's going to vote Democrat this November. I can't believe it. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said today she did not directly respond to a question about whether Biden had gone into the event intending to invoke Armageddon. The White House sought to clarify the president's off-the-cuff comments. Well, two things. That sentence is internally 
inconsistent. Did he intend to invoke it? Then they say the comments were off the cuff. The comments were off the cuff. She told reporters, quote, Russia's talk of using nuclear weapons is irresponsible and there's no way to use them without unintended consequences. It cannot happen. She added that if the Cuban Missile Crisis has taught us anything, it is the value of reducing nuclear risk and not brandishing it. It's also the value of not suggesting that your enemy really is quite capable of using nuclear weapons. Oh, yes, folks. It's Armageddon, potentially Armageddon, just like the Cuban Missile Crisis, folks. Biden's national security team for months has warned that Russia could use weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine as it has faced a series of strategic setbacks on the battlefield. But the president's remarks were the starkest warnings yet by the government about nuclear stakes. They weren't warnings. They were off-the-cuff comments at a fundraiser. That's not where you deliver a warning or how you deliver a warning. When U.S. officials said Biden was also trying to warn against underestimating the danger any level of tactical nuclear weapons would have. We know that. But that's not what he did at his Democrat fundraiser. So they're done. In other words, they're not even criticizing Biden. They're not even critiquing his utterly irresponsible talking at this fundraiser. There's some concern in the administration that Russia has determined it can use its nuclear arsenal in a manner short of a full-blown nuclear attack on Ukraine and face only limited reaction from the U.S. and Western allies who are determined to keep the Ukraine conflict from turning into a broader war, according to the official, who spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss administration thinking. So that's uh, probably Jake Sherman, the uh, national security advisor. Putin has repeatedly alluded, okay, we know Putin has threatened to use nukes. We know he might. Tactical nukes. But as president of the United States, you don't go to a Democratic fundraiser off the cuff and talk about and talk about if you don't believe Putin's willing to use this or capable of it you better think twice you better think twice Armageddon he calls it we're at risk of a nuclear Armageddon that's what he says no joking, quote, when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. The threat from Putin is real because his military is, you might say, significantly underperforming. Again, you're Putin and you hear that, and what do you say? Well, see, Biden says it's not a mere threat. I'm, I'm not joking. It's not a mere threat. So he knows that I could use them, so I'm going to use them. That's not what you say. That's not how you speak. That's not where you speak. You choose your words incredibly carefully. You don't do it off the cuff. We have a very sick, mentally unhinged, dangerous man in the Oval Office. 
I do not excuse Vladimir Putin's genocidal, monstrous attacks on the people of Ukraine and so forth. That's not my point. The Putinoids do that. But we've got an enemy in Putin and an enema in Biden. I'll be right back. Lovin. Folks, back in the good old days, we Americans argued about which policies to pursue to improve the country we love. Too often today, we find ourselves arguing about whether our country is great or not, about whether we should love America or be ashamed of it. The reason for this is simple. For too many years, too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach young Americans about America's great heritage of liberty presenting them instead with dishonest narratives of America as fundamentally unjust and racist. Hillsdale College is weighing in for America by offering free online courses such as The Great American Story, A Land of Hope, and Constitution 101, The Meaning and History of the Constitution. I encourage all of you to enroll in one of these wonderful free courses from Hillsdale. Begin your free Hillsdale College course today at levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. You know, I must confess I am perplexed. It doesn't happen often, except, obviously, when I'm trying to analyze the enemy, domestic and foreign. If, in, fla- in fact, you really believe that Joe Biden is capable of launching Armageddon. And he keeps threatening to do it. Well, then why aren't we taking Vladimir Putin out? I don't understand. Well, because Mark, you'll escalate. Excuse me. If you're Joe Biden and you go to a Democrat fundraiser, And you're saying we're facing a potential Armageddon like the Cuban Missile Crisis. And you believe, and you believe, like you say at the Democrat fundraiser, that it's no joke that he is quite capable of using nuclear weapons, biological weapons, chemical weapons. What do you do, just sit back? You just sit back, Mr. Producer? You just sit back, America? Now, this is the same Joe Biden who's paving the way for the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran to get nuclear warheads. That regime is now internally under threat from the people of Iran. You haven't heard Joe Biden talk much about that because he's obsessed with giving them nuclear weapons. I mean, that's the end game under his deal. Now imagine the Islamo-Nazi regime, the biggest backer of terrorism in the world with nuclear weapons. Wow. Wow. Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen. That, to me, would be Armageddon. No? No, the answer is yes. So we have a completely unhinged, Unhinged man in the Oval Office. Now, what's interesting to me, if you go to these radical left-wing kook sites and take a look, and people keep sending me links to them, so I look at them, not often, from time to time. 
You go to these radical left-wing kook sites like the drug report. That's right, the drug report. Obsessed with Trump. Obsessed. You go to Mediaite, this is Dan Abrams' site, you know, the guy with the squirrel glued to his head, who does all the court shows. Well, he's a radical lefty, as is this media site, this site full of misgrants, malcontents, and reprobates. It's all about Trump. It's all about Herschel Walker, so forth and so on. Very little about Biden, certainly very little critical about Biden. Here, Biden's about to arm the Iranians. These are the new media sites, unlike the old ones, of course. Of course, they're all frauds and phonies and fools. But if you, again, I'm perplexed. If you honestly believe that there's somebody who's running a country who is crazy enough or monstrous enough or genocidal maniac, that that individual is going to launch Armageddon. No joke. He's serious. Well, it seems to me is a rational matter. You take him out. That doesn't mean our fingerprints have to be on it, but as a rational matter, you take him out. Now, I know this upsets the putinoids. I know this gives the putinoids hemorrhoids. I know it does. But they're stupid. I don't care what they think. I don't care what they think. They make no sense. Not to me, anyway. And so, I don't think we have the willingness of this particular, of this particular leadership at the Pentagon uh, at all to take out a Putin. And by that, I mean to support others who would do it so we're indirectly involved, but I, I don't see it. I don't think they have the capacity to think that way or act that way. There's no Patton there. There's no, there's no Marshall there. There's no, you know, we got Millie, Millie in Austin, Millie in Austin. Sounds like two uh, Sesame Street puppets. Oh, there's Millie and there's Austin. More when I return. I'll be right back. Folks, back in the good old days, we Americans argued about which policies to pursue to improve the country we love. Too often today, we find ourselves arguing about whether our country is great or not, about whether we should love America or be ashamed of it. The reason for this is simple. For too many years, too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach young Americans about America's great heritage of liberty presenting them instead with dishonest narratives of America as fundamentally unjust and racist. Hillsdale College is weighing in for America by offering free online courses such as The Great American Story, A Land of Hope, and Constitution 101, The Meaning and History of the Constitution. I encourage all of you to enroll in one of these wonderful free courses from Hillsdale. Begin your free Hillsdale College course today at levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. 
Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now, 877-381-3811. That be me. No brag, just back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new page on the website for you. It's going to make it very, very easy for you. And we do this show, we do our social media, because we want to engage our audience, you. Go to marklevinshow.com slash links. And every important link is there to make it easier for you. You don't even have to type in the link, right, Mr. Reducey? Just click it. It'll take you where you need to go on any subject related to this show. MarkLevinShow.com slash links. Mark, L-E-V-I-N, show.com slash links. Now that I did this, you'll see the backbenchers will do it, and they should. They should learn from us. We did a pet page. There's a pet page. I wrote a dog book. Now everybody writes a dog book. It's okay. I got it. I understand. Mark Levin, Mark, L-E-V-I-N, show.com slash links. And right there, you click that, one of the links, and you'll get to our podcast. You'll be able to choose the platform and everything else. Our podcast is massive. I think the other month we had like almost 9 million. Right, Mr. Producer? It was, it's unbelievable because basically the podcast is our radio program um, with uh, slashed back in terms of length. So it's the same substance, and we have fewer sponsors. And it's for people where, let's say a station is foolish enough to preempt us, particularly during an important election cycle, which is where we're strongest and we get our biggest numbers, well, that jacks up our podcast numbers because you folks find us. Unfortunately, you'll drop the station, and that's not unfortunate. Unfortunately, they'll preempt us. Not many, just a few. And you'll move over to the podcast. Or if something else goes on, you'll move over to the podcast. That's what we're seeing. Because we had a million, over a million more podcast users on the Mark Levin Show in the past month than the month before. It's growing. We're number 34 in the country. And it's not even a new show. It's, again, it's the radio show. We love our affiliates. And that's why we remain on radio. I'm a radio guy. A lot of people are moving to podcasting. I'm a radio guy. You never know one day, but that's not my intention. Also, the ratings are coming in for this past month, and we're killing it. That is, you and I, we are killing it. And I want to thank you very, very much. Again, podcast is through the roof. Terrestrial radio ratings are through the roof. We have what's considered a very difficult time of the day, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're up against sports, uh, other events that families are involved in, like dinner or you know, high school events, whatever it is. It's a very, very tough time period, and we've made it work at a syndicated level. So I want to thank you again all over the country, all over the country. We are really, really proud that 
you're with us. And we'll continue to try to make this program better and better and better and more accessible. So go to marklevinshow.com slash links. It's all there. You can easily sign up for the podcast uh, platform. Now, I want to show you how this works, the media in America. Herschel Walker is an African-American. Herschel Walker is a Heisman Trophy winner. Herschel Walker, an iconic figure, not just in football and not just in Georgia, all over the country. But he's a Trump supporter, and Trump supported him. He's the nominee for the United States Senate, and he is being brutalized by white liberals who want Warnock to get reelected. He's being brutalized by white liberals on MSNBC like Joe Scarborough. He's being brutalized by white liberals like those at the New York Times. He's being brutalized by white liberals at the Daily Beast. Some backwards, little-known site. And a woman who said she had a relationship with him can't wait to speak to all the media outlets anonymously. And that's what she's doing. And she's trying to destroy him. Remember this guy, Fitzgerald? I think that's what his name, Fitzgerald or Fitzpatrick. He was the Republican nominee in Illinois. He was running for the Senate against Barack Obama. And remember the Democrats got a Democrat judge in California to release the divorce records that were under seal? There are all kinds of allegations in a divorce, and there were allegations against him for doing this, that, and the other thing. And remember, it turned out they were false, even though his ex-wife had made the allegations. Remember this fellow Greitens, Eric, Missouri? I believe he'd been the attorney general there. Maybe it was the governor. I don't recall. Remember his ex-wife talking to the media about how he abused his children? The election's over. He loses the primary. And the facts come out. He never abused his children. Never, ever abused his children. And yet he had to wear that around his neck throughout the campaign. People weren't sure what to do, so they didn't vote for him. So this is what they do. Places like the New York Times, the Daily Beast, the media, Scarborough. Wouldn't you love to know all about Scarborough's background and his situation in the past? Not really, but what's good for the goose is good for the a-hole in his case. And all the reporters covering Herschel Walker, how many of them are adulterers? Or worse, you never know. And of course, Warnock, he gets almost no attention. His ex-wife accused him of battery. Purposely running over her foot. Seems pretty serious. Of having a crazy-ass temper. Of mistreating his children. Refusing to pay for their Custody and so forth. Remember all that? Probably don't, because you haven't heard much about it. There's a reason Warnock's mouth is shut on these issues that are being raised by the white liberal media. Because he doesn't want it raised about him. 
But here we have the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen, that not only tried to cover up the Holocaust, not only worked hand in glove with Stalin and Castro, here we have the New York Times that not only refused to cover the laptop, but attacked anybody who sought to reveal the information that was in it or dared to discuss it. Really, two entities, the New York Post and Fox News. The New York Times ran a scam, trashing anybody who would dare to bring it up. It's an October surprise. The media found 51 hacks with fa former national security backgrounds to sign a letter saying it was Russia. Russia did it. I happen to believe that was their own FBI and or CIA that caused that letter to be printed. But the media were more than happy, more than happy to run with it. And it sat dead and affected the outcome of the election. No question about it. Why else would the media cover it up if it wouldn't affect the outcome of the election? Just out of their good graces? They have no good graces. And then there was terror. <coughs> Excuse me. Cholera. Then there was Tara Reid. Tara Reid. She had no reason to come forward now and take all the heat unless she wanted to tell the truth. And the facts as we knew them added up. That she was molested in a hallway on Capitol Hill by Joe Biden. And the media was utterly disinterested. Disinterested. Oh, they ran a few, oh, this story, a couple interviews, and dropped it. They dropped it. Why? They have spent more time on Herschel Walker than they spent on the laptop. And that was a presidential election. They've spent more time on the accuser against Herschel Walker than they did with Tara Reid, and Tara Reid came out publicly and, and revealed herself. This anonymous woman, by definition, has refused to do so. The New York Times somehow found her, spoke to her, spoke to some of her friends, and they're convinced she's legit. You just have to go along with this. But let's say it is legit. Let's say it is legit. Would you vote against Herschel Walker? And for Warnock? No. Would you sit out the election, thereby letting Warnock win? No. Why? What are you, a hypocrite? What are you, a hypocrite? You oppose abortion, and yet you would vote for Herschel Walker? Ladies and gentlemen, our country is dying. We're losing our freedom. Our Constitution is in tatters. Citizenship is up for grabs. People are suffering. 
with the war on our economy and prosperity and success. Our kids are being indoctrinated by perverts and racists. Our institutions, our traditions, are being burned to the ground. The nuclear family is under attack by our government. We have a federal government that has now been turned against us in many respects. Look at the Department of Justice and the FBI. Look at these radical left judges. They're using the law to destroy the law. They're using the Constitution to destroy the Constitution. I'm being monitored. I have emails that are taken off my own computer. I don't even know who took them. And they're saying I shouldn't vote for Herschel Walker if I live in Georgia? Because the New York Times and Joe Scarborough and the Daily Beast and all the other corrupt, radical left fools are telling me that I shouldn't vote for Herschel Walker? If I lived in Georgia, I'd vote for Herschel Walker. I'd be the first one in line. I don't have to love any politician. I don't even have to love the Republican Party. I despise the Democrat Party. I despise what they're doing to my country. I despise what they're doing to my children and grandchildren. I despise what they're doing to my fellow citizens. I despise the crime. I despise the open borders. I despise the war on our economy. Fossil fuels. I despise their taxes. I despise their regulations. I despise their media. And I'm supposed to not vote for Herschel Walker? No, I don't think so. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, back in the good old days, we Americans argued about which policies to pursue to improve the country we love. Too often today, we find ourselves arguing about whether our country is great or not, about whether we should love America or be ashamed of it. The reason for this is simple. For too many years, too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach young Americans about America's great heritage of liberty presenting them instead with dishonest narratives of America as fundamentally unjust and racist. Hillsdale College is weighing in for America by offering free online courses such as The Great American Story, A Land of Hope, and Constitution 101, The Meaning and History of the Constitution. I encourage all of you to enroll in one of these wonderful free courses from Hillsdale. Begin your free Hillsdale College course today at levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. Notice how they try to use this subject, sex and so forth, against black conservatives so frequently. Notice that? 
is you don't want to hear the truth. This is the wrong place to be. I mean, I'm monitored by the enemy. So those of you who are patriots, you should stick with me. Look how they used it against Clarence Thomas. Against Herschel Walker. Against Herman Cain. Notice that? I'm sure there are others. I just can't remember them all. And yet, if you are a liberal and a minority, they don't care. It's of no consequence. This election, as I told you before, is between those of us who love this country and want to save it and those who hate it and want to kill it. It's not about Herschel Walker's past. And the New York Times is in no position to be talking about anybody's past, given the record of that filthy, disgusting, genocidal supporting corporation. And most of these reporters are sleazeballs. Sleazeballs. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. I know who some of them are over there at CNN and MSNBC. So do they. I know who some of them are at the Washington Post and New York Times. I've been around long enough. Their names get around, don't they? Please don't forget. We have a fabulous life, liberty, and living on Sunday. You won't want to miss it. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. If you can't watch it live, please set your DVRs right now. That way you won't forget. Of course, my opening statement. We have, if not the best, one of the best minds when it comes to these various elections. I don't even normally do this, but I wanted to do it this time, given what's at stake. And our dear friend, Mr. Conservative, an African-American who doesn't get the credit he deserves from any of these lousy outlets, Byron Donalds. It's a fantastic show. I hope you'll join us. If not, I hope you'll record it on your DVR. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Life, Liberty, and Live In on Fox. We'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. This issue of Armageddon that Biden brought up, where he said that uh, this is akin to a situation or close to a situation like the Cuban Missile Crisis. Let me explain something. The Cuban Missile Crisis 
Khrushchev, the old Soviet Union, put nuclear missiles on the nation island of Cuba, 90 miles from the United States. One of the reasons they did that is they saw Kennedy as weak. So he faced them down and they removed the missiles. But in exchange, we we removed our missiles, or most of them, from Turkey. They were aimed at the Soviet Union and had been there first. Now here's the thing. Missile technology in the last half century has advanced enormously. You don't need to put missiles in Cuba to hit the United States anymore. You can launch them from Russia. You can launch them from China. You can launch them from nuclear submarines. The missiles do not have to be physically located in our hemisphere. The Islamo-Nazi regime in Iran, where the people are trying to overthrow it as I speak, where we should be helping them, at least clandestinely, we should at least be speaking out on their behalf, and we're not saying anything. This government's barely said a damn word. They are seeking to get nuclear warheads on their MIRV missiles so they can reach the United States. Why are we allowing them to do that? Why are we facilitating that with the Biden administration? If we would back the Israelis, they're ready to take it out. My point to you is this. We face effectively a Cuban missile crisis every minute of every day of every year. Because those missiles can hit us from enemy countries. They can hit us. And so, number one, you want to prevent other countries from getting them, particularly suicidal terrorist states with fundamentalists running them, like Iran. But number two, you have a man in Russia who murdered his way to the top, who is slaughtering people left and right, who's a genocidal maniac, and you believe, and even his supporters in the United States, the Putinoids actually believe that it is he who could start a nuclear war, then we all agree that he has to go. I'm just making a point that we have a Cuban Missile Crisis every minute of every day of every year, depending on who has control over those missiles. Now, one of the things you should know is there's a lot of turmoil going on, according to reports, around the Kremlin. A lot of turmoil going on between the civilians and the military. It looks like Putin wants the head of his military to take the fall for him. Some people, not many, who are willing to stand up and tell Putin that there is a massive problem here. And, of course, the Putinoids in our own country are giving aid and comfort to this maniac, too. 
He listens to them. I'm talking about not just people on radio and TV, but the man in the Oval Office and his administration going on about Armageddon. Going on about Armageddon. Ladies and gentlemen, just to clarify, put an exclamation mark behind it and underline it and bold it, what I said before the top of the hour in the break about Herschel Walker and, in fact, all these Democrat candidates, all these Democrat candidates, I want you to listen to what I said on Hannity last night on Fox. Cut two. Cut two, Mr. Producer. Go. But I want to talk about this election a little bit, too. And I want the public to understand that the United States, the United States isn't guaranteed to exist as the United States in perpetuity. Uh, Countries are subject to demise. Uh, Athens didn't exist, you know, fell, Rome fell, the British Empire exists no longer. We are a country that is falling. We are a country that is uh, facing demise as the number one superpower on the face of the earth. It's not because we voted for this. It's not because we want it. It's because this is what the Democrat Party wants and is doing. This is a man-made grave assault on our liberty, on our prosperity, and our number one status as a superpower step by step by step in every respect. Look at education. Used to be uh, first, there were no equals. Now education is failing horribly. The border is wide open. That is a an affirmative decision by this administration. Massive government redistribution of wealth from the private sector to the phony masterminds in Washington. That's an obvious decision by the Democrat Party. The um, the destruction of energy independence. This is an obvious decision by the Democrat Party. Soft on crime, big on criminals. Obvious decision by the Democrat Party. Everything that's going on in this country isn't by mistake. It isn't because of Mother Nature. It is because of the Democrats. The Democrats hate this country. They don't believe in this country. Uh, they're embracing more and more aggressive aspects of Marxism. They oppose an independent judiciary. They threaten justices. Uh, they want to pack the court for the second time in a hundred years. Uh, they want to get rid of the filibuster because they want to ram through their agenda, even if they only have 50 Democrat senators. You go on and on and on how they want to destroy our voting system. Uh, and uh, now they want non-citizens to have the right to vote in various cities. The country's coming apart. The country is coming apart at the seams. Our customs, our traditions are under attack. Our history is under attack. And there's one political party that serves as the political force for all these radical and extreme ideas. And it's the same political party a 100 years ago that stood for segregation. It's the same political party a 100 years ago that refused to support anti-lynching bills. I'm telling it like it is. It's the same political party a 100 years ago that supported eugenics. It's the same political party that demands abortion on demand, that rejects morality and ethics, that is teaching our little kids all kinds of, of grotesque behavior, that is teaching our little kids how to be racists and victims, 
that is teaching our little kids to hate the country, to hate capitalism, not just our little kids, but our older kids in colleges and universities where there is no academic freedom. There is no free speech. We have segregated areas now. We have no Jew areas now. This country is out of control. Now, if you want it to continue to fall, you vote for the Democrats. I don't love all the Republicans. As a matter of fact, I'm not a special pleader for the Republican Party. But this time around, that's all we've got. We have got to fight this, this movement, this Democrat Party. It's not about some policy changes, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to read to you what Ronald Reagan said. All right. That's Freedom. good enough. That's what this election's about. It's not about January 6th. It's not about Donald Trump's documents. It's not about Herschel Walker's previous activity, whatever it is. You either love this country or you hate it. If you hate it, vote Democrat. All they need is another four years, six years. It's over. It's over. If you love it, vote Republican. Not because you love the Republicans. Not because you love all the candidates. Even if you disagree with some of them. Vote Republican. The media are doing what they usually do in October. And they'll do it right through Election Day. They're going after black conservatives who they hate. Particularly white wealthy liberals in the media hate black conservatives. They hate Latino conservatives. They hate Asian conservatives. And when push comes to shove, they will back white, wealthy liberals for public office. Don't pay attention to them. All of this is static. I don't care about reports about Herschel Walker, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't care. The country's collapsing. The country is collapsing. We're on the brink of one disaster after another. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. What matters more to you? Your constitution? Your national sovereignty? Your economy? Food sources and the price of food? The price of fuel? You wait. Brownouts, blackouts coming. Or this anonymous woman who suddenly comes forward, if she did come forward, about Herschel Walker. They didn't spend this much time on Ted Kennedy when he ran for president over Chappaquiddick. Didn't care about Hunter Biden's laptop. Don't care about Joe Biden and Tara Reid, her allegations of him raping her in effect. They don't care about the fact that Joe Biden is bought and paid for by at least one enemy. The communist Chinese government doesn't matter them. They don't care that the Justice Department's been unleashed against parents, been unleashed against pro-life activists. It's been unleashed over and over against the former president of the United States and the people who he had and has around him. Come on, folks. 
We've got to be very sober about this. Very, very sober about this. There can't be any October surprises that affect us. None. Zero. People of Georgia. People of Georgia. They think you're stupid. They think you're dumb. The New York Times in New York City thinks it can control what happens in the state of Georgia. Can it? They want Warnock reelected. The same people who hate your guts, who voted for 87,000 IRS agents. The same people who've destroyed your pension. The same people who support open borders. Same people who support Black Lives Matter and Antifa. The same people who support criminals. Who support George Soros and his prosecutors are telling you not to vote for Herschel Walker. Now, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You do the opposite of what they tell you to do. You vote for Herschel Walker because you want to defeat them. You want to defeat the people who are destroying America. That's what you do. This is that kind of an election. And when we come back, Lachlan Marquet and Thomas Wheatley over at Axios, Democrats swing state local news ploy. What are they up to now? What are the Democrats up to now? Another insurrection. Dizzy Lizzie Cheney. Unfortunately, she's dumb as a doorknob. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats live insurrection day in and day out. One more example when I return. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The government is addicted to spending, and that reckless spending is driving up costs on everything for your family. It's not right, and it's not fair. But you don't have to be a victim. There are things you can do right now to lower your monthly expenses and mitigate the impact of inflation. Step one, switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. On America's most reliable 5G network, you don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single month. Take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're getting ripped off. I know how much you pay. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas. And Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast to switch to my company, Pure Talk. Let me start off with two words Made in America. Made in America. And that's not hyperbole. I'm not joking about that, as you know. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. He did it again. He's in Hagerstown, Maryland. Let me start off with two words, made in America. He did it again. 
You know, the funny thing is, he's funnier than the clowns on late night. He really is. He doesn't mean to be, but he is. He's funnier than the clowns on late night. Well, look at this, Mr. Producer. Our buddy Jesse Waters is going after Philly Bump of the Washington Compost. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Yeah, we've been uh, kicking that punching bag for a long time. He's uh, he's a disgrace. That is uh, the Washington Compost columnist. Anyway, there is Joe Biden. Man, power over our nuclear weapons. Hey, two words. One more time. Cut for a go. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Made in America. Now, the 25th Amendment, truthfully, is in place exactly for this situation. And yet you heard them talk more about the 25th Amendment respecting President Trump than you will ever hear or ever did hear with respect to Biden. The 25th Amendment had nothing to do, nothing, with Donald Trump. It has everything to do with a man who is mentally impaired like Biden. But notice the cabinet and others. They won't step up to the plate. The Democrats won't step up to the plate. They don't care if he's as dumb as a kumquat. doesn't matter to them. They push their policies through. The Democrat Party is a, a very evil entity. Very evil. They lie and they cheat and they have their little frauds over at Mediaite and Media Matters and the Drudge Report. Drudge has transitioned, Mr. Producer. He's transitioned from a one-time patriot to just another nattering nabob of nepotism or whatever it was Spiro Agnew said. <laughs> quoting Spiro Agnew. Why not? All right. When we come back, we will get to this piece. Democrats swing state local news ploy. What are they up to? Well, that title kind of tells you, but it's unbelievable. And other than Axios, who's reporting this? Hello? Hello? Who's reporting it? Nobody. Who's reporting this insurrection? I'll be right back. The government is addicted to spending, and that reckless spending is driving up costs on everything for your family. It's not right, and it's not fair. But you don't have to be a victim. There are things you can do right now to lower your monthly expenses and mitigate the impact of inflation. Step one, switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. On America's most reliable 5G network, you don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single month. Take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're getting ripped off. I know how much you pay. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas. And Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast to switch to my company, Pure Talk. Mark Levin, a proud conservative. No ifs, ands, or buts. Call in at 877 381 3811. 
How many people have died at the hands of illegal aliens? How many people have been raped at the hands of illegal aliens? How many people have been beaten to a pulp by illegal aliens? And the immediate response from the left will be, well, illegal aliens are more lawful than American citizens. I don't know how they know that, but that's beside the point. We should deal with American citizens harshly. But here's the fact. But for the fact that these foreigners are in America illegally, not legally, illegally, those murders, rapes, and beatings would not have occurred. Period. You have an illegal alien now in Las Vegas who stabbed eight showgirls, brutalized Two died. Two died. So if he had not been here, they would be alive. Why is it that nobody cares about innocent victims anymore? What the hell's going on? Horrific. All right, let's get to this. Writers for the Washington, D.C.-based media operation run by prominent Democratic operatives are behind a sprawling network of ostensible, meaning fake, phony, Potomkin Village-like media outlets, churning out Democrat-aligned news content in midterm battleground states, Axio has learned. All right. So the Democrats have set up scores and scores of phony media outlets so the citizens in those areas actually believe that these Democrat operations are independent local news operations. Now, this party is so corrupt. Why it matters. Behind the patina of independent local news, these sites are pumping out content designed to put a sheen of original reporting on partisan messaging. And why do they need to do it anyway? They have the usual media. It's an increasingly common tactic among political outfits looking to give their team a steady stream of positive content they can then use to boost their own electoral communications. A network of at least 51 locally branded news sites has popped up <coughs> Excuse me. since last year under names like the Milwaukee Metro Times, the Mecklenburg Herald, the Tri-City Record, the New York Times. No, I just threw that in there. The sites are focused on key swing states with elections in 2021 and 22. Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Michigan, New Hampshire, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Each one of these phony sites follows a similar template. Aggregated local news content and short write-ups about local sports teams and attractions interspersed with heavily slanted political news aimed at boosting Democratic midterm candidates and attacking Republican opponents, much like media, media matters, but on a local scale. About Us pages for each of the sites say they're run by a company called Local Report, Inc., which was formed in Florida last year. Their mastheads indicate involvement by another entity, the American Independent, a Washington-based 
progressive news outlet, a.k.a. Marxists. Six American independent writers have each contributed to most or all of the sites in the network, according to an Axios review of bylines on the sites. While all the sites aggregate content from other sources, all six of those authors regularly write stories directly for the local report network, with numerous articles appearing exclusively on those sites. Now, what sleazeballs behind this, Mr. Producer? What piece of dog excrement is behind this? The American Independent was launched by Democratic operative and fundraiser David Brock, also known for founding the left-leaning media watchdog Media Matters for America. Left-leaning? I don't know, was Lenin left-leaning? But you got that? The guy who launched Media Matters is the guy behind this movement. And there is a person that was, still is probably, on the board of Cumulus, the company that I am working with, who's on the board or a senior advisor to Media Matters. We believe in the truth here. The truth shall set you free. Who else? The president of the American Independent, Matt Farmeyer, is a former aide at the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. And a Harry Reid, the late former Senate Democratic leader. The for-profit entity is funded in part by the nonprofit arm of American Bridge, an opposition research-focused Democratic super PAC, according to its website. So you see, the scum of the earth is behind this and in front of it. David Brock, the scum of the earth, lying to you, the American people, trying to fool you that these are news operations. And I'm sure the New York Times and the Washington Post, I'm sure CNN and MSNBC, I'm sure ABC, NBC, CBS, I'm sure all of them are very upset about it. Why? Because you can't tell one from the other. Jessica McCright, the group's executive editor, described its relationship with the local report, Inc., as co-publishing agreement, but would not say whether her group has editorial control over the site's content, meaning that it doesn't. It's been widely reported that where local news outlets shut down dis and misinformation grows, she told Axios. <coughs> yeah, you, you jerk. To combat this challenge, the American Independent has expanded to bring readers local fact-based news and information on topics and issues that impact their communities. This kind of operation, these people will be very comfortable in fascistic or Marxist regimes, ladies and gentlemen, or the Democrat Party. Local report used similar language in an email statement to Axios. Local report stories have caught flack for misrepresenting others' reporting in order to cast political opponents in a negative light. On September 28th, the Columbus Ledger Enquirer, Nick Wooten accused a local report website of lifting some of his reporting on George's abortion ban for a piece. The local report, the Democrats, their story insinuated Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, could order investigations into violations of the law. Before the day was over, the write-up had earned a signal boost from Stacey Abrams. Yay! I mean, what? And the Democratic Party of Georgia. So this is what's going on. This is how evil these people are. 
They set up the phony news site. They give it a phony, independent-sounding news name. They're stealing news from others, but then spinning it and twisting it to help the Democrats and smear the Republicans. They publish it, and then their own candidates use it as evidence or in campaign commercials. It's almost like what was done to Trump by the FBI and the New York Times and the FBI and the Washington Post and the FBI and the TV networks and the FBI and the cable networks. What they do offer is a steady stream of friendly news coverage that can be touted by political allies. In addition to the Abrams campaign, local report stories have popped up in communications from the Democrat parties of Georgia, Michigan, Democrat Senatorial Campaign Committee, that would be Schumer, Michigan's Democratic Secretary of State, and independent political groups such as Color of Change and the Democratic Coalition. Let's focus on on Walker, Herschel Walker, yes. If we can just defeat him, America, everything will be just so fine. These are unethical, immoral, corrupt people. NewsGuard, which monitors and rates news outlets trustworthiness last month, highlighted a separate network. Another network of this same Democrat front group focused on some of the same states. They fail to adhere to several basic journalistic standards, part due to their murky relationship with this Brock-run Democrat operation. Quasi-news sites have grown in popularity as a way for partisan actors to try to shift national political debates. Oh, Republicans have also done this. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. You have to wonder why they do this anyway, because they have the big corrupt media to do it for them anyway. Don't they, Mr. Producer? I'll be right back. Lovin. The government is addicted to spending, and that reckless spending is driving up costs on everything for your family. It's not right, and it's not fair. But you don't have to be a victim. There are things you can do right now to lower your monthly expenses and mitigate the impact of inflation. Step one, switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. On America's most reliable 5G network, you don't have to sacrifice coverage to save a fortune every single month. Take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're getting ripped off. I know how much you pay. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just 30 bucks a month. That's real money that can go to cover groceries or gas. And Pure Talk has never raised rates. Take action. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast to switch to my company, Pure Talk. Mm, yellow, yellow. It's Friday already for crying out loud. My foot's always on the gas pedal, folks. Friday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, doesn't matter. Don't forget Life, Liberty, and Levin, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. You won't want to miss it this Sunday, folks, seriously. It's really fantastic uh, uh, guests, and uh, I think you're going to really be, uh, well, approving of my opening statement. If you can't watch it live, I hope you can. 
If you can't watch it live, please DVR the show. All you have to do is set your recorder right now, and you should set it for every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. I don't know what time it is in Uruguay, nor do I care. No offense. Well, let me surprise you, Mr. Call Screener and Mr. Producer. Do we have a caller there? Do we have an irregular American or all regular Americans? Regular. Okay, go right ahead. Who do we have? KDWN, our great affiliate in Las Vegas. Katie, how are you? Mark, every time I get to talk to you, it's like I won the lottery. I oh, I appreciate you. every every minute. Uh, two quick things, if I may. Yeah. This Guatemalan, this Guatemalan in, uh, illegal that came from Los Angeles three days ago and stabbed eight people, two dead, two serious in the hospital, was released in L.A. for crimes he committed there, probably by that uh, DA in L.A. And so we have a tie-in with this guy. 32 years old. He looks like uh, he has hair with like snakes coming out of his hair. I that saw woman, that. Medusa he looks like Medusa. Yeah, I saw that. I couldn't remember Medusa. And uh, so uh, here we have another illegal. Uh, we had last year uh, 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 another guy that killed four. And you know why citizens. he did it? You know why he did it? Because he started talking to them and they he was hitting on them. Yeah. And, uh, they, and they rejected him. So he takes out his knife and he starts killing them. And if I may, Mark, I let me let me just finish this point before we rush over it. You realize what kind of a frenzy this man must have been in to stab eight women brutally, killing two, two still in the uh, two seriously, the others two. What kind of a what kind of a frenzy he must have been in before people could step in and even begin to stop him? I Unbelievable. I I hope Biden is a co uh, a co conspirator. Uh, I mean, he he he's he's the reason why these two women are dead. But if I may, one quick your point, point being open borders. Uh, when Biden spends two hundred days down in uh, in Delaware for two hundred days, you're telling me that they had no records. He never met with any staffer. He never met with anybody to do government business. Uh, about any now, we problem. know he met with tons of people. What we do know is they didn't keep a record of it or they destroyed it. And I don't know why there isn't a criminal investigation. We've been told that destroying records, destroying records, government records, those records belong to the government. I know I heard it over and over and over and over and over again. Government records, surely they're on the computers. Surely security has them. Surely the Secret Service has them. Surely somebody has them. Surely, surely has them. All right, my friend, thank you for your call. Good call from Las Vegas, Nevada. City I happen to love, by the way. I told you I had relatives who lived in uh, Nevada, in and out of Las Vegas. Didn't I tell you that, Mr. Medusa? Yes. I'll be right back. There's still no end in sight for rising prices. That makes me even more thankful than ever that I called CarShield. Their price will never go up, so I don't have to worry about how much my repairs will cost when my car breaks down. It's amazing. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month that cover more parts than ever before. Whether your car is 5,000 or 150,000 miles, every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car options at no extra cost. 
And like I mentioned earlier, when you got coverage today, you'll lock in your price. It'll never go up. So as long as you cover your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs. CarShield's providing me and millions of hardworking Americans with peace of mind. And they can do the same for you. Get coverage today, folks. Go to carshield.com slash mark or call 800-420-6669 to save 10% on your plan. That's carshield.com slash mark or 800-420-6669 to save 10%. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Hello. 877-381-3811. Many of you are in your cars or your trucks. Many of you are wearing headphones, walking on the streets. Can't get enough of this show. Many of you are at the dinner table, listening to the program there. Yes, I know, and I appreciate it. Thank you. What are you eating? Anyway, Douglas Holtz Eakin is the former George Bush uh, director uh, at the Congressional Budget Office, but he wouldn't be the George Bush CBO director. I think he was the CBO director when Bush was president. Let me put it that way. Okay, so uh, he's on the MSLSD with Andrew Mitchell. Andrew Mitchell being a lefty and one of the dumbest in her so-called craft, which is witchcraft. Now, cut 13, go. But I think it's important for the U.S. to think about its self-interest. And it what has the ability. What can the president do? The president could adopt a strategy that uh, takes well, advantage well, well, of What the, can the president do about oil and prices? What can he do? I mean, this is the genius of Andrea Mitchell. who has been in Washington most of her life. Before that, she was in Philadelphia. I remember her chasing Frank Rizzo down the street. Go ahead. 
that we have. We, we can insulate ourselves to a much greater extent than we are and still maintain its climate goals by having uh, some sort of price on carbon that gives people incentives to shift away from the, these fuels. And, and that's a strategy that's been explored a lot. Uh, they, they rejected it in favor of saying no to coal, no to oil, and, and that, that, that leads them exposed to these international shifts. So I think they've got the wrong climate strategy and it's backed them into a corner on oil again and again. They might want to rethink that. No, they can't rethink it because they can't think. I think Douglas Holtz, he can unfortunately, and, and I say this in a polite and, and, and uh, positive way, doesn't quite get what we're up against. They want to crash the system. They want to replace it. They're not going to rethink anything unless, unless we show that we can survive this. Then they'll rethink how they crash it again. That's what they're about crashing the system for a thousand reasons you know it's racist it's white supremacist it's not equal there's no equity you know on and on and on larry summers former obama treasury secretary he seems to be the favorite of the former obamanoids well what should we do what should we do about this he's on the constipated news network yesterday cut 12 go we need to recognize that whether the issue is energy security or whether the issue is climate, natural gas, despite being a hydrocarbon, mm-hmm. is a good thing, not a bad thing. And the more of it we produce, the better we're going to be, the more secure we're going to be. And actually, because it will often replace coal, the less hydrocarbons and carbon dioxide we will be uh, emitting into the air. Now, he's going to be voted out of the... Uh, ruling class, if he keeps this up, he's going to be voted out of the ruling class and he'll wind up in um, free speech prison. Now we have Adam Posen of the Peterson Institute for International Economics at the Libertarian Cato Institute today. Really, this is amazing. Adam Posen. And by the way, may I say, since we're so race conscious, he's a white guy. Cut 14, go. The fetish for manufacturing is part of the general fetish for keeping white males of low education um, outside the cities in the powerful positions they're in in the U.S. My God! My God! He figured it out, Mr. Producer. The fetish for manufacturing is part of the general fetish for keeping white males of low education outside the cities in the powerful positions they're in in the United States. I knew it. I knew it. It's a scheme. It's a scheme to keep the whites who are manufacturing in the suburbs. It's a fetish. I knew it. So this focus on manufacturing, it's a fetish to help white males with low education. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it all along. Adam Posen, of course, he's a white male, so it appears. I wonder if he is a fetish, if you get my drift. But nonetheless, he's not of low education. He's brilliant with a lot of degrees. Oh, my God. And to figure this out, he's finally exposed the truth. Waiting for Andrea Mitchell to regurgitate it. The truth. Manufacturing is all about keeping the white males of low education outside the cities in power positions because everybody knows they run the country. 
They run the country. Go ahead. And um, that is really what's going on here. Because yes. when you look yes. at the costs of manufacturing, and yes. Susan yes. Hausman and her co-authors have done a lot, not of manufacturing. Oh, Susan Hausman and her co-authors. Oh. Well, they know. She's not a male. At least she doesn't claim to be. She could be. She could be transitioning, but she could be a male. Depends what's between her ears. Go ahead. Displacement and community. Susan Hausman and her co-authors have done yes. a lot of work on this. Yes. yes. I'm sure she'll have a different view than I do. Yeah. But when yeah. I look at the so-called costs of the China shock or the costs uh -huh. of the decline uh -huh. in manufacturing, yes. I always think compared to what? Exactly. For decades, there was yes. Enormous displacement of African Americans in this economy. Oh, yes. Every time yes. there was you a Democrats, you've you've uh, you've displaced them all the time. Democrats promoted eugenics against blacks. Oh yes, segregation against blacks. Before that, slavery against blacks. The Klan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We. Uh, I have to agree with you there. What's his name again? Adam. I have to agree with you there, Adam. Go ahead. American unemployment rates shot up much faster and higher than white unemployment rates. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Single women were methodically excluded from the workforce. And methodically, years. that's right. People were methodically keeping single, single women out of the workforce. He figured that out, too. This is unbelievable. This guy, he deserves a putzler. You ever hear of a putzler, Mr. Producer? You've heard of a Pulitzer? It's an award given to putzes. This guy, I'm hoping the Putzler Committee will give him his putz award. This guy's unbelievable. He's figured out a second thing. That there's been a methodical effort to keep single women out of the workforce. My God. Go ahead. Parents or ghettoed in particular sets of jobs throughout the economy well through the 70s into the 80s. Yes, yes, by all means. Um, displacements on large scales would happen yeah. when technology or trade broke through, like all the secretaries who got replaced by personal computers and other forms really? of office animation. Yes, I, I thought all those women were kind of methodically excluded from the workforce. And now we have all these secretaries. But what do I know? I, I'm just... Just a schmo behind a microphone. Go ahead, please. Not animation, automation, excuse me. Yes, um, yes. And these kinds of churn, as yeah, the economists yeah. put it, never yeah. were decried. No, they, never they were not decried. You know, technology's not decried. We got to have an economic degrowth. We've got to be anti-technology. That's right, that's right. All these efforts to have progress and success, prosperity, to feed people, to house people, to clothe people, is a conspiracy by low-educated white males in the suburbs. Yes, it, 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 it truly is. Ernie Grabatsky and his co-authors uh, put out a book the other day. And Ernie Grabatsky, oh yes, he's done a tremendous amount of research and study on this. Yes, and in the field of human science and behavioral sciences and psychological sciences, there's no better than 
Ernie Grabowski of the University of Claptrap. Oh, yes, yes. The displacements of minorities, the 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 exclusion, the methodical exclusion of single women, all to advance the cause of low-educated whites in the suburbs. That's right. That's right. What's this nonsense about manufacturing? We broke through the trade situation, and here we are. With this fetish about manufacturing. Fetish. Go ahead. They never got much notice. Yes. But yes. when it started being the white male manufacturing people oh. in the so-called heartland, which by definition yes. was not urban. No. Um, then suddenly this was a crisis. We have a crisis because manufacturing in the heartland, white, low-educated males. No, no, no. Now it's a crisis, you see. Suddenly it's a manufacturer. Suddenly it's a fetish. It's a fetish. Now, of course, this guy is a white slob, male, but he's got a lot of education, so he doesn't count. He probably lives in an apartment in one of our major cities on one coast or the other, so he's not affected by this fetish. He may have other fetishes, but not this fetish. Go ahead. He's done already? But it was so compelling. What was his name again? Adam uh, Schmageggy? What was it? Adam Posen. Wow, this guy's fantastic. Now, these are the kinds of people who are teaching your children. Yes, they speak in hushed tones like this. What'd he say? Oh, my God, it was Shakespearean and informant. And Einsteinian in substance. We've, we've never heard anything like this. So we only care about manufacturing now because of the white, low-educated, suburban male. Otherwise, we don't give a crap that things are manufactured. That's right. We'd all be camping outdoors without camping equipment. That's right. But for the fact of these white males. I'm so sick of these attacks on the Midwestern white males, period. I'm sick of attacks on males. I'm sick of attacks on white people. I'm sick of attacks on minorities who are not Marxist revolutionaries. I'm sick of attacks on people like Clarence Thomas and his wife. I'm sick of attacks on Herschel Walker. I'm sick of these people altogether. I'll be right back. Lovin. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have conferred with Professor Aaron Corey about this manufacturing issue. And uh, he doesn't agree with Adam Poland, if that is her name or his name. On this issue of white, low-educated males in the suburbs, otherwise we wouldn't care about manufacturing. I'll take Erwin Corey over Adam Poland any day, and this is why. Go ahead. It's customary. We generally have a question period, and there were some questions that 
people ask me. There is a question. Professor, why do you wear tennis shoes? Well, that's a two-part question. First, you ask why. Well, why has been plaguing man since time immemorial? Statesmen, philosophers, educators, teachers, scientists have been asking the ultimate why. And in these few moments allocated me, it would be ludicrous on my part, for the sake of brevity, to delve into the ultimate why. <laughs> Do I wear sneakers? Yes! not only understanding, but as Joachim Ben Zakai once said, remember, wherever you go, there you are. Yes, I, I've lived by those words. Sounds a little like a male Kamala Harris, actually. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, the uh, Larry Hogan is the governor of Maryland. Larry Hogan on the national scene is what we call an irrelevancy, but he wants to be noticed. In the media, as with Romney, as with Sass, as with the other reprobates, will of course exploit them like they do Dizzy Lizzie Cheney and Adam Headcase Kingsinger in order to reach a goal, which is to trash conservatives and Republicans. Larry Hogan is at something called the New England Council. And why not? He's at the New England Council. I didn't know there was a New England Council, but I'm all for it. If they're for it, why not? And what does he do? Out of all the issues confronting this nation, all the deadly issues, grave issues confronting this nation, coming from the Democrat Party and the radical left, who Larry Hogan gets, a, uh, gets along with beautifully. That's his message. Hey, look, I will bend over backwards to get along with Marxists and socialists and, and Democrats of all stripes. It's the Republicans I hate. He hates Trump and he hates DeSantis. Not exactly, he can't exactly take the temperature of the room, can he? So he's going to want to run for the Republican nomination for president. He knows he'll never get it, but he wants to do it because that's his legacy. A failed run, but in the meantime, he wants to trash. He wants to trash Ron DeSantis. Here they're in the middle of a hurricane, and DeSantis has shown Larry Hogan how to run a state. Larry Hogan doesn't know how to run a state. Larry Hogan is a political coward. He's the kind of Republican the Democrats love. Love. And when he leaves, he will, he will not have changed a damn thing. Not a damn thing. He will not have made the Republican Party stronger. People aren't flocking into Maryland from all over the country because, I want the low taxes, low regulations, and freedom of Maryland. No. People aren't rallying around saying, Larry Hogan for president. I mean, what? President of what? But here he is. Cut 19. Go. I thought it was a mistake to, you know, basically, I think, do publicity stunts of busing people 
out of uh, from the border up to other states. And I know, uh, you know, I said, uh, you know, they were they, they put thousands of them in Washington, D.C., which is right next to my state. And I reminded my colleagues that we didn't have Border Patrol at the Maryland, D.C. line and that they were dropping these thousands oh, of folks. Well, and buses. I'm very, 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 very sorry to hear that. Uh, and uh, maybe you ought to speak up a little bit more about Biden, not about Abbott and uh, DeSantis. Uh, now, we know you don't have a border con- patrol there, but even though we have a border patrol, they're not allowed to actually do border patrol. You understand, you're supposed to be an American, red-blooded American. This is supposed to concern you, but obviously it doesn't. I don't even know how this guy became a governor, to be perfectly honest with you. And by the way, he's never missed a meal or five a day, I can tell you that. I'll be right back. Where Americans meet to defend liberty and defeat tyranny. Call the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. I have to confess, I'm no fan of Margaret Hoover, who I think is a great-granddaughter or something of Herbert Hoover, but that's not why. She's married to a real schlub. That's why. John Avalon, or whatever the hell his name is, over at the Constipated News Network. But that aside... She's on the Pubic Broadcasting Service, PBS, and she's interviewing Cori Bush, who's an extremely radical, true Marxist out of St. Louis. Now, I wouldn't play this, but this is actually interesting, and it seems to be an argument against the position that she and so many Democrats and radicals and others have taken with respect to abortion. Cut 22, go. I just felt like I needed more time. So I said, no, you know what? I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And the nurse just, you know, wouldn't listen to me. And I said, no, I'm not ready. And as I'm saying, no, they continue to pull the instruments and, you know, get everything ready. And, and it was just like, no, calm down. You know, no, you're going to be okay. So you were telling them that you didn't want to move forward. Yes. And they were ignoring you. They were. Oh, they absolutely ignored me. Um, even to the point of, you know, like calm down as if I was the problem. And so I didn't really know, like, I, I didn't understand at that point where, uh, my, like where I had a voice, like who listens to me. And so I remember laying there looking to see, um, if there was someone else in the room that would, that would listen to me. And the, they ended up putting, during this time, they put the instrument inside me and started the instrument. So it was, and I'm saying no, but it was too late because you can stop once it started. Why do you think they didn't listen to you? The same as, as other times where I haven't been listened to by a provider um, or medical staff. You know, I was a young black woman, you know, I multiple times I felt like it was, oh, well, we know better. You don't know what you need. You don't you don't understand. We know better. Now, you have to feel sorry. And I do for Cori Bush under those circumstances. Very upsetting. In fact, you get angry listening to this. That she was abused this way. She wasn't ready. She wanted to save that baby. But they went ahead anyway. And I would think that this is a message that would resonate among people about how these abortion clinics operate. 
and how little regulation there is and how little oversight there is. We saw that in that horrific Philadelphia case. And you see and you hear what Cory Bush has to say. And this is, uh, this is horrific. And she seems to be making the argument, whether she knows it or not, against abortion on demand, against Planned Parenthood, uh, and in favor of some, at least, restrictions and oversight and so forth. And uh, in the near future, I'm going to be speaking again about, from time to time, wonderful sponsor that we have and will have, in which you and I can contribute money to them, and they show women before they go through this process sonograms with their babies. Because many times when somebody sees that baby, then they realize it's not just a choice, it's not just a thing. And it's been fairly effective in saving lives. Something I participated in and want to participate in going forward as well. People will make their decision, but I think they ought to know what they're talking about. And so normally I'm not somebody who... Well, who's who listens to this Cori Bush? Because I've always felt she's kind of a radical nut. But in this case, you have to feel for her emotionally, to have some compassion for her. And we ought to feel for and have compassion for all the other women who go through this, some of whom may say stop, and they don't stop. Some of them may not be fully informed about what's taking place. And... Imagine, and I don't know how far along she was in her term of pregnancy, but imagine that baby is a week or two from birth. In other words, the full gestation period. Imagine. And imagine. They turn that baby around in the, with a feet are showing first, they pull the baby right up to the neck. They take scissors, depending on how they do it, or they could take a syringe, and they do their dirty work. Imagine doing that. I can't. The Democrats voted for this. Well, it only happens a few times. I don't care how many times it happens. Well, I care, but once is enough. Just imagine that, folks. The Democrat Party voted for this, that there could be no limitations of any kind and no no parental notice, none. It's a big deal. What's going on in Iran is a big deal, and it's not getting attention, and this is very frustrating to me because the media is so corrupt and they're so focused on stupid stuff. Focused on Herschel Walker, for God's sakes. As I speak in Iran, the women started this revolution. It's a woman's revolution in Iran. They are rising up, and men are joining them. Kids are joining them. They're trying to throw off this genocidal government that tortures and kills women, rapes women, who don't dress and do as they wish. Iran is a form of the Taliban, if you will. And the kind of torture and rape and brutality is unbelievable. 
And it started with this one woman who they said wasn't wearing her headscarf properly. And the morality police, I guess you could say like the New York Times, the morality piece, police in Georgia. But anyway, they took her into custody. They beat her to death. She died. They said she had a heart attack. It's a young woman in her 20s. They beat her to death. And that's what sparked what's taking place. You're not seeing it. You're not hearing about it. It's as if it's not even occurring. You know, I have to be honest with you. From time to time, I watch, not because I want to, but from time to time, I'll go to this diner that I like very early. Family sleeping. I'll go to the diner. And they have on the TV set the Today Show. Have you ever watched a more stupid show than the Today Show? Yeah, I guess The View, but you know what I mean. It's stupid. They they try and do news, and they uh, they splice in, you know, how to make pancakes. And then uh, you've got uh, these big football player types, and then you've got like a Bush there. What's her name? I forget her name. One of the Bush daughter, whatever it is. And I said, who, who, who would voluntarily watch this? In other words, I would never turn my TV on. But all this stuff's going on in Iran. Not a word. Now, I, I wonder, and I could be wrong on these Sunday shows, this Sunday, these Sunday news magazine shows and these Sunday news show. I wonder how many of them are going to cover what's going on in Iran. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. And it's incredible. Very important that the leadership, as such as it is in this country, speaks out. It's very important that our news media cover it. It's very important that people condemn what's taking place, but they won't, and they're not. Because Biden wants a nuclear deal with them so they can shoot missiles 7,000 miles into your bedroom. Beginning of the end, Ayatollah Khomeini to see Iran regime collapse as protest surge. This is according to one individual writing at express.co.uk. Iran is witnessing the slow collapse of the ruling Islamic Republic regime amid widespread anti-government protests, the leading expert believes. Maybe so. But if we don't speak out, if we don't give them encouragement, because they've cut off the Internet and everything else, if Biden doesn't speak out, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the National Security Advisor, the leaders in Congress, where the hell is everybody? I guess if we don't even support our own freedom, how are we going to support the freedom of others? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Joe Biden takes credit for adding 10 million jobs to the economy, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the jobs that were added to the economy were added to the economy after the height of the virus. Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. Nothing. Hello, nothing. Back in the good old days, we Americans argued about which policies to pursue to improve our country. It was just assumed that you love the country. It's a great country. You know, the interesting thing is, if you hate it, you can leave, but they won't leave. For the next three weeks, I will be broadcasting from the freest place on earth, Florida. Uh, the second bunker, that is the bunker in Florida. 
uh, it was not in the area of this massive hurricane. That's just by, by luck or by God. In my case, I certainly feel for all the people who weren't so lucky. Uh, also, Convention of States is their big annual event is in Orlando. And almost every year, I'm asked to speak there, and I'll be doing the same this weekend. Uh, this has been set in place probably for six months, and the coast is clear, the hotel is ready, and uh, that's what we'll be doing. A convention of states is crucially important to the future of this country, and that's where I'm focused. That's the mission, certainly the mission for the rest of my life. It's been the mission most of my life. So uh, just thought I would let you know. And, of course, a fantastic Life, Liberty, and Levin this coming Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. You know your time. Please check in. We have one of the greatest pollsters in the world from the Trafalgar Group. We're going to go through the whole country. And our buddy, Byron Donalds, whose district was, was really slaughtered. And my opening statement. Here we go. We go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go.
folks, hang in there. Stick together. We shall overcome. We, the American patriots. Don't forget Life, Liberty, and Levin, Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you can't watch it live, you can DVR it. Set it now. 